Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of the Coffee Club podcast. Back here again for another week. I'm here in Boulder. But the boys, well, not Boulder, Longmont. Sorry, I lied. Everyone lies. Every time Every time any of us say or any branding says that we're in Boulder, let's just assume that we're not in Boulder. We're actually in Longmont from now on because that's where we live. But the boys aren't it's lying horrible. about where they are. They're in freaking St. Moritz, which is, if anyone like follows any pro runners, yeah, it's like Boulder, but like way cooler, is it? <laughs> I mean, the food's pretty shit here, but the coffee's been bad. But the, like the whole surrounding site of St. Moritz is just like out of a picture book. It's ridiculous. All these latest yeah, content. Yeah, definitely. It's is- crazy. His tag locations. His oh, tag. yeah, my tag locations. Did you I've, catch been enjoy- I've been enjoying that a lot. <laughs> did you catch onto my tag locations? I, I did, man. I I, uh, I caught onto that joke. That was pretty funny, but the, the videos themselves are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the Batman guys thought it was really funny. Yeah, who did you shout out? You shout out Lake Mary Road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the NAU one. Yeah. That, was, that was from George. Mike Smith loved that. I, I take some credit yeah. for that. I, I, was, yeah, I was like, there's there's no way that Ollie knows what Lake Mary Road is. That is no, he's no never idea. been there before. <laughs> never been, never been to Flag, so. Flick, Flick stuff. So well, no, our, main, our main comment so far is that the coffee is atrocious. So bad. It is ridiculously bad. They, it's like, what does that they don't mean? Coffee here. They don't drink coffee here. There's no coffee shops here. There's no coffee shop. There's not like a shop dedicated to just like making good coffee. It costs six and a half francs for a push button coffee. That's just like just terrible. Yeah. Jesus. That's the best you can get. You you can get. It, it's just like a... You push a button and you, get, you have to pay six and a half francs, which for people yeah. listening at home is like six and a half dollars. It's like, yeah, it's the same. Or I got that's one, expensive. Actually, now I'm, now I'm overthinking everything about whether that coffee me and Joe got was even an espresso machine. I didn't even look. But it was the weakest coffee I've ever drank. It was just like steamed milk. The slight brown What a letdown. No, nah, it's been, and the food's been shit as well. Like, we, dude, we should start a coffee business and a food business here. We'd make an absolute killing. I don't know how someone <laughs> hasn't decided to start a decent coffee shop here. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so many runners, like so many endurance athletes here, like cyclists and stuff. They all drink coffee. Like, the coffee culture is like here, but there's no like. It's not like it's not in Zurich. Yeah, it's Zurich, amazing Zurich coffee is Zurich. amazing coffee. Best coffee shop. My favorite coffee shop is in Zurich. But the coffee in St. Moritz is so bad to the point where like we're just like struggling to fix our caffeine. So business idea for the coffee club. Do you think that are all the businesses in St. Moritz open? Because something that happens back in Australia in Falls Creek, because Falls Creek is a straight up ski town as well, is they don't even care about the summer season because they make so much money in the winter. So they just oh, during yeah. the summer they just they just close and they it's just go on vacation. Definitely pretty seasonal. That's a factor, yeah, for sure. I think it gets yeah. super busy here in July and August and then like the ski season and then like the two off seasons. It's like, it's so dead right now. There's no one here. So there's definitely some shops closed, but I haven't seen something that looks like a good coffee shop no. that has just decided to I, be we, even, we even looked it up on Google. There's just nothing. There's like a bunch what of a other shame. stores that are closed. Yeah, it's fucking shit, bro. Got to bring the espresso machine next time, but we're, we're going to ship it over. How is the house? Is it sweet? It's it's um yeah. It's actually pretty good. Like it's not anything fancy, but it's everything you need. Like it's got washing machine, it's got a lot of space for a lot of athletes. It's got like two kitchens on one floor. So like the guys are staying on one floor. It's me, George, 
and Big Homie Joe. And then the bottom four is Carmella and Alicia. Um, then you have like Jordan staying here. Nicholas was staying here, who was there like on guys. And Dathan's staying in his own room finally, not on the couch. So like they have, everyone has their own rooms. There's like two kitchens. There's washer dryer. Like it's huge. Massive balcony up top. Super nice view. Yeah, sweet rooftop view thing. This is the first time me and Ollie haven't been sharing in Europe, I think. It's the first time we've slept on an actual bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a real beard. So Wait, good. you guys have your own rooms? Yeah. yeah. It's, no it's way. The same. That doesn't yeah. sound right. It's like, it's like somehow on listen to our complaints and we're like, oh, well, maybe we should give them a bed and a room. That'd be, that'd no be complaints, sweet. comments. comments. <laughs> no complaints were heard. <laughs> no <laughs> complaints <laughs> here. Constructive, uh, constructive criticism. Nicholas has just been on a mission. Yeah, Nicholas found out about coffee and he literally went and bought two coffee machines. Yeah. Nicholas is like a Berlin office on dude. And And he freaking just gets shit done. Gets shit done, yeah. Stereotypical German. I think he booked this place. He did. Until October. Yeah. Until October. So, Morg, you just got to swing by at some point before October. Bro, I'm trying to spend August there. I'm telling you that much. You're trying to what? I'm trying to spend August up in Saint Marie. It's like I'm trying to do as many races as I can in Europe, and then spend the in between time up there because it just looks so damn pretty, and everyone it talks about it all the time. You need to experience it. Hundred percent, bro. It's been the runs have been incredible. Like every run's just like nuts. So, have you guys worked out or anything there yet? We work out tomorrow on the track. We all felt pretty bad guys- today, but <laughs> but apart from that, it was beautiful running. But we all just felt pretty rough. Dog shit, yeah. If you feel bad today, that means you're definitely going to feel good tomorrow. So that's probably a good sign. But <laughs> is the track up? Are you guys using the track in same route? Or are you guys driving down the mountain? Yeah. yeah. Sea level makes you soft, according to Dayton. So no, no, no going down for us. We're not losing fitness now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Only that is crazy that there's a track there. there. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> the, the backdrop is pretty. It's one block from like the edge of just. The mountain, huge mountain, yeah, and there's one block wow. in the lake. It's- also, the water here is just so clear, like <laughs> everywhere. It looks like out of a. It looks like you can drink the water anywhere. Like you go to a lake and just drink it. Imagine you could do that you in New York. Can't do that in New York. Can't do that in New York Bo- at all. Boulder Res. Boulder Res. Did you actually? That's disgusting. <laughs> no, I haven't done that. Morgan, Morgan's drinking out of the Boulder Res right now. Look. It's pretty good, the bottle is. It's really tasty. It's got a lot of flavor to it. You know, that same that Swiss water probably just tastes like nothing. So what's the point? But yeah. uh where's the Longmont res? Got some, it's got some good uh healing properties, I'm sure. So you should, it's you should just got dive good, in there. Like normal mineral waters like magnesium and I don't know, iron and chloride and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Swiss but, water just has like the, just gold minerals, just like gold flavors. <laughs> little Rolexes. Um <laughs> where's where's the Longmont res? Where's that new res? That's a great question. I guess there are other lakes here, which are probably even bigger than the Res, right? We got we got Macintosh yeah. Lake, we got the ponds, we got a bunch of little stuff here in Longmont. I don't know. Got to do some exploring tasty, around here. Tasty water there. Tasty. Probably tastes pretty good. <laughs> tasty water. <laughs> but shall we move into some uh, some more running stuff? Why not? So yeah, yeah you're running stuff. I run stuff. You or me? For, well, you are. Who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first because I can probably get through it pretty quick on a little Morgan update. We give these updates. Actually, we haven't done an update for a while because you guys have been racing. So I guess when you race, you just obviously are going to talk about it. But mm. I can't think of the last time we did a Morgan update. It's been a little bit, but training for me has been going very smoothly. 
It's been getting better every week. This is probably, I'm finally getting to the point where I feel very strong and healthy and I feel like I can do really big workouts and feel good the next day. Like not have to worry about just my body breaking down and all that. It's like, I'm not walking on tiptoeing and eggshells or anything anymore. So I've been putting in some big workouts. And honestly, at one point I thought I was going to be racing literally tomorrow at the Portland track festival, or maybe it's the day after that. But we talked to, talked with Dathan and he wants me to still get in a bit more training before getting back into races. So the plan is to start racing for me in July here in the U S where there's a couple of sound running meets and all that. And then if those go well, I mean, either way, I guess, hopefully race in August as well. There's obviously a lot of diamond leagues in Europe in August, but there's a bunch of other races in Europe in August as well. So I want to be racing in Europe in August with the boys. Hopefully that's, that's the goal for me, but yeah, I've been doing some of the biggest workouts of my life just quietly because that's Let just me, Dathan's his, workouts. Let's do some splits, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like Dathan's just casually. You know, I just I just see what's on my final surge and then I go do it. Like four by two mile, I did. I was averaging probably between five minutes and 5.10 for it, which for me is no joke. That's some proper big threshold work. And then my last track one, with you guys here was six by mile on the track, then four by 200. And I didn't really think anything of that because that's for you guys. And for especially someone like Joe Klecker, that's pretty bread and butter stuff. But thinking back to personally for myself, (laughs) (laughs) doing six by mile on the track is pretty freaking big, but I just like, it's just normal, you know, it's just the way we train. It's just normal. So it's been pretty good. I feel like, there's still a lot more levels to go, but I think I'm doing a good job at yeah, just getting better and getting stronger. And yeah, as I've said the whole time, just staying healthy has been good. But the fitness is definitely coming around. I think if I raced right now, I would actually do pretty well. So I'm pretty excited to see how I'll be when the races do come around. And in, in, uh, it's only a few weeks, I guess, in a month or so. So in July. So that'll be sweet. But yeah, the moving on to you guys, because you guys have been doing – a nice variety of workouts, a lot of spicy stuff, I'll say. We're at that point of the year where just everything feels like it's on a track workout. I noticed that last year when I joined the team, like everything is a track workout. There's there's not much uh, variation in regards to where we go for our workouts these days. But So Seth sent in a question to our Q&A for a while ago, which is what are your thoughts on double workouts such as threshold in the morning and then some speed in the afternoon? And we joke about double maybe even triple workouts all the time here with the NAU boys. Quadruple for some. That's probably what Nico Young is doing these days. But (laughs) these boys actually did do a double workout for once. I was honestly shocked when you guys did that because I didn't think that was in Rich's repertoire of workouts. So do you guys Mm. want to... I I would not... mm. (laughs) I don't think it was a double workout personally because I think it it was just a workout that we would usually do, but we split it up. That is that is more of the explanation, but that still turned it into a double workout. Yeah, <laughs> but it really was like two half workouts. Yeah, it wasn't anything impressive. It really wasn't. No, it wasn't like well, was a workout it? some we'd normally do in the morning, and then also a normal workout we'd do in the afternoon. So we did a four mile threshold at like four fifty. Yeah, four forty five. Like nineteen, 450s. like nineteen twenty for four miles in the morning, and then in the afternoon I did three hundreds. Six three hundreds at forty one, and George did eight two hundreds like twenty five twenty six. Yeah, so it's like it's often good. we do yeah like you just said 
those six by mile and then 200 at the end. We basically did that kind of thing later in the day. <laughs> we just waited yeah. to do the 200s. So what was the point of that? Um, the point was to not get soft. <laughs> so, I don't, so Ollie wouldn't sit around all day I, eating fast food. I, yeah, it ruined my schedule. What am I going to say? It I had ruined to like day. prepare. I couldn't just go and have a beer. I had to like actually prepare for my next run because usually after a workout, I'll have a sneaky cheeky one, Helena Beery. Um, and that was like what I was looking forward to. And then I realized we're doing a double workout, so I couldn't do that. But more I mean, seriously, I, more seriously, I actually thought it was good. I it was good. Yeah. And I think it's, it's kind of looking forward into the future of like having to back up a hard effort with another hard effort yeah. in terms of rounds and racing. So it was just like distributing the load throughout the day. So like being able to still run fast eight hours after running hard in the morning and like teaching your yeah. body that that's fine. I couldn't do a much. It's mic- definitely mic- a different before. sensation. It is, yeah, 100%. You feel a little stale. A little yeah, stale. the first couple definitely didn't feel super fresh. But I I mean, I definitely felt pretty good the second half of those 200s. Like I ran like five twenty fives in a row or something mm, mm. in the afternoon. Five twenty fives, I think so. Yeah, that's speedy. That's quick as fuck. Yeah, you've been running some twenty fives. I've seen some twenty sixes. Hey, twenty six low, twenty six low. Let's not. Let's not. I, I do. I don't think I've ever run a twenty five before. Let's be honest. I don't think I've oh, ever looked down on. my watch and seen that, that one. That one time I made you race me last summer, <laughs> and we we oh, ran like twenty four eight or something. That. Yeah, that's probably why I freaking broke my pelvis, bro. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty bad idea. I don't know why we did that. That's what happens when I do that. I don't know. George Sneaky likes a – I don't know. See, the thing is with Ollie is Ollie is always going to crush workouts. George Sneaky gets gets excited for the speed workouts and likes to <laughs> likes to get after it. Sometimes it's fun. 20, mm. 100%, it's definitely yeah. fun. Particularly the 200s. The 200s fun. can be fun. Yeah, I remember that day it was like this. It was like a little bit of threshold and like pretty. And then we did some 200s. And it was like, mm-hmm. after, was it after the Olympics? No, it can't have been because you were still running. Yeah. <laughs> it was before the Olympics. I think it was just before. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Must have just been feeling good enough to just a good day on that one. You know? yeah. That's been interesting. That track has been, we've been working out different tracks. That's been a whole new experience in Boulder. Yeah, I've been there every day for the last three days, and it's about a 30-minute drive away now, so it's terrible. Centennial or Boulder? Yeah, Centennial. Damn. Oh, are you doing triple work? I've been being a a good teammate. You know, I've been going out to support Sage. Dude, Sage got – had a big one this morning. I don't know if – I don't want to talk about what she's doing and all that, but she had a proper (laughs) 800 workout where she was doing – 300s really quick like essentially 800 pace 300s with then very short recovery and then 100s super lactic 800 session looks terrible looks yeah, so she hard it sounds brutal she called ritz and i could hear in her voice it yeah was, was <laughs> yeah we all heard a bit of that workout <laughs> down the hallway yeah, i'm just like i was like sage i'm happy i'm not sage a heard runner yeah sage heard seriously. she heard him we are we're getting really specific these days finally like Joe and I have started branching off from from Ollie a little bit, which has been sad. Had to let Ollie go. Ollie's not doing his 10K <laughs> yeah, workouts like, anymore. Yeah, Ollie, well, his complaints <laughs> about got, doing 10K workouts I didn't, all year are I finally didn't, coming true. I didn't get the final rose. Um, oh, Joe, no. Joe got the final rose from Geordie <laughs> on the Bachelor of OAC. Um, no, I think that 
Oh, we was doing some messed up 400s we're doing, before we left. We're definitely doing some uh, specific work. Like I'm doing more 1500 meter mile specific work and then George and Joe are doing more 5K specific work, which like, like literally like a needle in the, like needle thread kind of like it's very, very like specific. Well, I think, I think the 400 workout is a great thing for you guys to talk about to go through like what that difference looks like. Because yeah, on paper, it's, it's pretty, it's kind of similar, but the actual workout that you guys did was really different. So... Yeah, you guys should because that was a very that was a big workout day for the boys. That was a big one for the boys. The boys had a good one that day. The boys it was a good day. The boys. Um, so I did twelve by four hundred, and it was in three sets of four, with two hundred recovery between each rep, and then four hundred meters between each set. And it was supposed to be sixty, sixty, fifty-eight, fifty-six. I did it in 59, 59, 58, 55. I averaged 57.7 for the um, the workout. So, like, it was a lot quicker. But you guys did 20 by 400. You can explain that. Yeah. So, Ollie's was definitely more lactic stuff. At the more, end. Yeah, more lactic. Like, it sounded <laughs> – yours was progressing each set and then going back. Yeah. We, had, we also did sets of four. But we did five sets of four four hundreds, mm-hmm. twenty total, and we were just trying to run start at sixty two and go down to sixty. But I think we ran a sixty the first set, so we definitely jumped around a little bit at the beginning, and made, then made it spicy. Yeah, I think the last eight were under the like sixty, right? Were under sixty, yeah. So I think we averaged sixty point seven for twenty four hundreds. That's crazy. Which, I don't. Know, I've never done that before, so I don't have anything. It's pretty freaking to good. To reference that too. It's pretty freaking I can good. Tell you that's that's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good at altitude. That's some you know. that's some pure five k work. That's that's really impressive, honestly. Well, wait, what were your recoveries, George? Were they two hundred jog as well? Two hundred, two hundred jog in like pretty much like seventy five seconds. Mm-hmm. I, was, I don't know what I was doing, but yeah, kind of like walk a little bit right after the rep and then jog the jog into it, and then you do a lap jog. Um, jog yeah. walk or you did three minutes you had three minutes between sets. between the scenes yeah that's such a pure 5k session and always feels like such a pure 1500 session we were hyping only up a lot before it because of Jakob's famous workout <laughs> that Gert revealed I think after the Olympics or after the season last year but we couldn't work out exactly what Jakob's workout was so if someone in the comments could tell us what it was, because I was doing some research. I don't know if you guys did any more research and I couldn't find the link to the interview yeah, where he said what it was. I, I heard I rumor, rumor. allegedly I heard it was 20 by 400s and he averaged 55, around 55, 56 for 2400s. That's what I heard. I feel like I remember you, that's what you were saying closer to the time that interview came out. Yeah, That's, that's ridiculous. At sea level, we think. As we think at sea level and we think it would be the same breakup. Like everybody embellishes their workouts. That's always going to happen in the sport. Um, but I'm thinking that he did the same thing. Like he probably split up into sets as well. Like it wasn't all in the same recovery. I don't think. Do you know what this just reminded me of? 400s. <laughs> Not embellishing a workout because it was terrible. The last time we did 400s at Air Force, oh. all we had was eight 400s and they were supposed to, were they supposed to be at 60? Yeah. I think we were supposed to run eight times 460. Up at Air Force was freaking high on like a flat 200 and something meter track. And we were running like 61 points. And we were like on the ground. 
It was really fucking hot. Like in, was asbestos coming from the ceiling? <laughs> yes, because they were they were doing maintenance on it, and it was just yeah. It was just like a it was like a forklift. Yeah, and, in, in, in the, the middle, lane next to us. Yeah, in lane two, it was <laughs> exhaust fun. fumes. It was fun. back in like February. It was a, like oh. two hour drive up there in a small little car. My legs were touching my chin, <laughs> and I'm just like thinking like what this is like. It just made me hate hate see you even more because we couldn't even get on that indoor track to work out we had to drive two hours away to, to work out on an indoor track it's pretty shit Dude, that was brutal that was one of those brutal. days i was happy to be injured yeah, yeah no, that was <laughs> not that was a good day we've come along we've come a long way since then we have yeah yeah look at you now same rates yeah um i feel like that's i mean that's kind of like i think that just shows that everyone's clicking along real nicely obviously you guys are all over in europe because you guys are doing some some big, big races, which do we have any updates on? So Ollie's racing Oslo, which is next week. Do you know what day that yep. is, Ollie? Thursday, I think. Thursday. Thursday. Next one, week. We have, I guess we, maybe we should pre, well, we, the, will we have a pod come out before that? Probably not, like, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. So um, I'm racing, mile. I'm racing the Dream Mile. Guys, big, time. big deal. Big time. I've made the big leagues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jakob's backyard. Pretty much going to Jakob's backyard to play some cricket and see if I can hit that boundary. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I, it's one of those races, particularly with the Dream Mile. If you're, if you love middle distance running, like the Dream Mile is such a big event um, to go to, and it's one of those events too that has so many international um, records set there for the mile. So I'm pretty sure the Australian record set there by Stewie. New Zealand record. New Zealand record. John Irish record, Irish record, fun. British record, probably. I don't know, but I know the American <laughs> record. It's historic. Yeah, but it's, it's, a histor- it's basically like you were saying before. It's like there's like three miles every three, year. Three big ones. The Milrose. Wait, want to make a mile? Dick. Want to make a mile? Balmain mile. Dream mile. Dream mile. Dick. That's the three big ones. Question mark. <laughs> Can't wait to see him take that. Two takes. Two out of three completed for the year. Yeah, but um, no, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, there's only 12 in the race, so it's going to be a bit smaller than what we're used to. They usually That's like nice. to pack it up, get nice and cramped, but I think there's only going to be 12. And Jakob is going for the European record. So there's word on the street. Word on the street is he's, he's going for the European record. If he gets it, I want to know what tattoo he gets next because <laughs> that to me would be interesting, you know? Is that what his tattoos are based on? I don't know. I hope they are. Sure, what it's else an inspiration. based on? I know. Three, 346.3 or something? Yeah. My boy Ingi. I think he'll do well. I think he'll do great. But I'm do excited. Who, who has that? Steve Cram, apparently, which means it must be really? freaking old. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Cram has it. It's freaking old. Um, but yeah, no, it'd be, it'd, be it'd be an exciting race. It'd be an exciting race. So. And then yeah. we have Joe in the five, Alicia in the five. Um, the 5K will be pretty freaking good. I think Joe's looking at a. Sub thirteen performance um, after a fantastic ten k. Once US he trials. once he spins thirty francs again to go to the sauna, he's gonna be so fit. <laughs> he's gonna be. Did he really do that? I wish Joe was here to tell that story. Yeah, and and in Europe, you know, like they don't wear any clothes. Like, you, like you're not allowed to. Like it's like literally, don't wear clothes. You have to be in there naked. And Joe, like, luckily brought a towel. But he was like, oh my God. He got, told, he got, he got told off for wearing shorts. Yeah, he got told off for wearing Someone was like, <laughs> take those shorts off right now. Oh, no. Joe was just walking oh, around no. with all these like, naked people. It was pretty sweet. I uh, would pay 30 yeah, for that. Would, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I know you would. Uh, <laughs> Alicia, Alicia and Joe are looking good for that 5K. And then hopefully um, 
Well, George was still funny. We'll save, save, we'll save a big update. For the yeah, next we'll one. save a big update for the next one. But um, the Oslo race will be awesome if you guys can can watch and check it out. I think there's going to be some great results from the OAC. I think oh, he's yeah. looking. He's going to looking vulnerable. A lot of pressure. Yeah, that's because he's you know always got a plan. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, no. coming. Hey, Ollie, do you want to tell your race plan? Because I know that Jingi or Hingi, I know they listen to our podcast, so do you want to tell them what your race Jingi plan is? Jingi and Hingi definitely do. They're freaking homies. Um, my race plan is to get as close to Jakob as I can, and then from 300 out, I'm going to try and squeeze. Because I feel like for him, he's got to graduate. Squeeze his butt? Squeeze, squeeze one. Squeeze the race. Oh, um, right. So, like for me, I tighten the screws a little bit um, from 300 out because I feel like with Jakob, there's no like shocking hundred. It's like very gradual, like build up every hundred, which gets like really lethal. But if I can get a jump on him, maybe it will knock him around. I don't know. So he's going to be like squeezing. I got, I got the but you're also huh? going to be squeezing. So it's going to be a bit of a squeeze off. Squeeze battle. Yeah, it's a squeeze off. That's pretty much what I think. <laughs> I think that, that could be a way to challenge him is that he, he's not used to someone being able to have the strength to keep going. And I think that I could potentially have that. But who knows? i got to get there first, you know. Got to get there first. <laughs> that's going to so, be awesome. That's my plan. That's my racing plan is to try and stick on, stick on him and stay relaxed and focused and then not worry about the time and just focus on him and trying to out-squeeze out him at the end. Out-squeeze the lemon. <laughs> Oh, that's put, a, put a nice that's squeeze awesome. my, my post race interview I'll mention how good my squeeze was Ollie 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 yeah. McSqueezy Ollie McSqueezy <laughs> what was that from in the office today this Mc uh, God this is like a reference it's like McSqueezy God damn it <laughs> so if it was me I would know this Morgan I would know the reference straight away yeah you definitely would alright <sighs> Ollie McSqueezy in the dream mile next week I will squeeze the competition that's Ollie's nickname for like one week Squeezy? Yeah, McSqueezy. I'll take it. <laughs> Rather than Keith, you're going to be McSqueezy for the for the next week. Keith McSqueezy. Keith McSqueezy. <laughs> and then if bad. you do if you do win, if you do out-squeeze him, then that'll be your nickname probably for the rest of your life as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, well, if I've actually looked at my, my, um, my scout book, and I think I've, I've – the only person I've oh, ever beaten scout. is – I think you said scout book. No, scalp. Like scalp. Like Girl Scout book. No, no, I, I wasn't in the Girl Scouts. Scalp. Scalp book. No, um, yeah. the, the only person I haven't beaten is Jakob. I've beaten everyone else. All the other heavy hitters. All the other heavy I just There's one left. There's one Pokemon card left, and I need it. Oh, I need it. Scalp them all. Go scalp, scalp them all, baby. baby. <laughs> He's like me, well, too. Like, the really valuable one. Especially if you were to do it in, in, uh, yeah, especially in, in Oslo. Oh, I already got the celebration in plan. If I cross the line and I'm in front of them, I'm gonna go like this. <laughs> I think I think you'll need a higher security after they might come. Someone might come after. You. Oh, the Norwegians are nice, Ooh. right? I don't know, bro. They're, they're gonna love it. They're gonna love well, they it. They Vikings once, right? <laughs> you, you look like you could be. Norwegian. So is Ollie though. Yeah, true. I just say that I'm a long lost Norwegian. <laughs> Keith McSqueezy. <laughs> Keith McSqueezy, the, the the young lost Norwegian. Hell yeah! Well, listening to this, I've gotten infinitely more excited to watch that race. Yeah, and I was already pretty excited to watch it before, so I'm, and I'm sure everyone listening <laughs> feels the same. So that's going to be so sweet. We're coming off a bunch of other kind of interesting races as well. The Roman Dime, Diamond League was today, which is for whatever reason is always at the big five k, which all the people go and just pop off and run super quick. I was it was crazy to see 
Yomif out there pushing it so hard because he ran a 10k like three days ago. Ridiculous. Well, that might have been why he was pushing because he didn't make he missed the Ethiopian team by one place, and apparently they choose the 5k team off time. Someone was just saying that. Oh, so maybe smart. he was just trying to like freaking run get the time faster than anyone else. Yeah. That he's just I mean, running like pure hate. He was a baller, bro. He was a baller. Jack Rayner, who's an Aussie guy, was running like he was his pace was 741 for the 3K for this 5K. And Yomov just passed him <laughs> with 100 to go. 100 yeah. to go with the pace. He's looking around. He's like, look looking around. At he's like looking at Rayner. He's like, get out of the way. And just <laughs> went straight past him. That was messed up. <laughs> so, hey, dude, he's a hashtag, hashtag hit and fresh. Heavy, heavy yeah. hitter, hit and fresh. But um, yeah. no, nah, the race was nuts, man. It was nuts. Like just then, running that quick in a five, like five k, is just, they started closing that the middle, the middle mile, the second mile that we just it was four or two. We just found out. That's ridiculous. That must yeah, be the first. How stupid is that? That's not even that's like, like that's probably not the fastest mile. mile. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. What else happened? Yeah. Um, I think Mo. I think I think Mo off COVID quite looked well. like she looked pretty good off COVID. I mean, she looked like she was out there jogging. Her cadence is just completely different to everyone else's. It's nuts. Yeah, she looks her like strides are like effortless. Yeah. yeah. To me, it feels like she's just not even trying. It, like, it looks like that. I'm sure she is. But it just looks like she's like out there for a jog. It's like, I'm back, baby. I'm back. But that was really cool to watch. Flat. The, um, that's pretty much it for big, yeah, one, big high The steeple guy ran oh, yeah. sub eight. Gurma. Three times in two weeks. Gurma. Three times. Sub eight in two yeah, weeks. It's ridiculous. It was like 10 days, I think, the span where he did it. And no one runs sub eight, but now this guy just comes along in. And it's going to be Most crazy, the enough. battle between him and El Bacali. What is El Bacali's PR? 50 something, 58 at least. Seven maybe. So yeah. El Bacali beat him a few days ago in uh, Morocco, which was pretty huge. So that's going to be some really good racing between those two and the steeple. They're just. Uh, when you see someone run like that, you just wonder what they would run for a flat 3K because if you're running sub eight in the steeplechase that many times, and you must be able to break like 7.30 or whatever in the surely. flat 3K. I think, surely. I think the Goma dude ran 7.20 something yeah. indoors. I think he did that crazy Checks race out. indoors. Yeah. Checks out. That's, I mean, that makes it, you realize how good Jaeger was when he was running eight flat. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. How yeah. Makes you not that take one, that for granted. 20 years ago. <laughs> When he was still running for Wisconsin Badgers in his semester with Back Jerry Shoemaker. He's one semester at Wisconsin. We'll claim him, though. We'll always claim him for dude, life. Dude, they claim him everywhere. He's all over the locker room. It was like, dude, this guy was here for one semester. I think I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. It's not even a year. It was a whole 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 year. Uh, all right. Come on. All right. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't so, diss the former Badger. No, no, no disrespect meant here, but... A little closer to home, talking about collegiate running. Day one of NCAAs just went down yesterday. And, oh, brother, that was a big upset in the 10K. Big upset for NAU. Abdi, the overwhelming favorite, came third. Dylan Jacobs from Notre Dame got the dub. Like, what the hell happened to him, man? I thought he was going to walk away with that. Well, first things first, Sean Carlson's going to have an absolute day. He's He's probably getting after it after that. Um, but yeah, dude, it was we- it was a weird race. Did you see that? Um, like, with he just didn't for me. I don't know watching it, but 
Abdi Hamid just didn't want to like relinquish the lead. And I feel like at some points he should have because he could just sit and kick it, kicked on him. Like it just seemed like he was forcing it too much to be in the lead all the time. Someone someone told him that he looks like Mo Farah when he runs. Oh, yeah, that's so probably what it was. He, he, he had no choice. <laughs> he had no choice but to lead from the front. He had and to no. be at the front and, and just squeeze it. He but, had to live up to that reputation. Dude, when you have a target on your back in the NCAAs, it's hard, man. It's hard to, to win. It is. Like there's so many good guys there. Like that 10K had really good guys in there. You could see that, that the way so he wanted to win, like the way he was going to win was really important to him. Yeah. Like he wanted to win a certain way and it was from mm-hmm. the front and it's far just, out. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think about uh, Dylan Jacobs wearing the vapor flies? It's a weird thing because they haven't put it into the regulations, right? Because every, you can't, you're not, it's illegal except for the NCAA. So like, is it? In World Athletics events, it's illegal. Yeah. Not an NCAA. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting because I, I don't know if I would want to in a in a championship race, I don't know if I would choose to wear those shoes. I think I would still probably choose to wear spikes, honestly. I think maybe he was had some injury stuff at some point that he wanted to be careful of, or maybe he just feels like they're better. I think those shoes are obviously so amazing. So you can obviously because the clothes wasn't that winning them. Well, I'm not saying it wasn't that impressive. It's a 10K, but the 57 clothes. I think no, it's 157. 157 close. Yeah. 55 close. 55. Okay. That's pretty impressive with the Pretty impressive with Vlad's. I it was it was interesting watching it because a lot of the guys were hurting so much when Abdi was at the front, but Dylan Jacobs just looked so chill just sitting on him. Yeah, so he looked good. Maybe his legs were just super new. Yeah. Maybe when you're running at a certain pace, new. it just gives you that advantage because you're just like your legs getting like get more more fresh than everyone else, you know. I think it definitely but, um, yeah, could Abdi be Hamid takes, takes well, third place. Charles Hicks getting hit in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Who hit him in the face? Yeah, dude. I well, didn't see I what think, actually happened to him. I think I see someone said they got like elbowed or something. Jesus. His blood just good elbow. pouring down yeah. for half the race. He still finished like fifth, didn't he? Well, sixth or he something. Top eight. He still finished All-American. Yeah, sixth maybe? I think yeah. so. That's pretty impressive with blood coming down your face. Can't see anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was up. And then the 1500s. Um, or shout out to a badger, Adam Spencer. Through to the final. Through to the final. Um, yeah, big upset there was Kip saying. Yeah, what the hell? And so the record yeah. holder didn't make it through to the final. Dude, the, curse, just, the curse continues. It is. A it's, an actual, it's an actual curse. The curse is <laughs> no one actually. It's not even an upset that Abdi didn't win. He was a collegiate win. record holder and then he lost. Oh my God. The what was Abdi thinking breaking the collegiate record? <laughs> Dude, what if you, maybe you just got to do that and then break the collegiate record like somehow after. Well, you break the collegiate record and then you, then you go pro because yeah. you know you're not Or you break the record in the, in the race. At NCAAs, you decide to break it. That Galaxy Brain. Work. Galaxy Brain right there. Oh yeah, Kip Sang is a <laughs> massive upset. That guy... Dude, he looks so good when he runs too. Guys, beautiful, beautiful form. He, he said Very that upright. he he said that he got a little sick after regionals, so I think yeah. that that's probably the reason. But yeah, I don't know. I was. It's, it's interesting. It's just not a lot. Just a little bit. It's fine. A little bit. Just a little. Wasn't that much? Just the just the tip. Um, I have a business type question for you guys with like. Abdi, and I don't think this will affect him, but do you think him coming third in that race, do you think, because I think brands have probably already offered him or committed to him certain amounts of money because 
his stock after he set that collegiate record and what he did indoors was so high. And then you come third in the 10K and you just get beat like decently convincingly. Do you think those brands are like, how do you think they react to that? Do you think that they're like, oh shit, maybe this guy isn't, isn't worth these bajillion dollars that we wanted to offer him originally? Mm, I, I think maybe mm, it's, it's hard to say. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I think I, I think he's all good. I think the brands realize that runners like it's not as consistent as that. Like he's not gonna win every single race. He's I, gonna I think be, you know, the brands probably assumed he was gonna win this one though. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, but at some point, I mean, what, okay, what about Coupetier? <laughs> but that was cross country. That's a bit. He's not. He's not getting paid. He wasn't. Country. He wasn't a favorite in cross country. Like Abdi was the clear favorite in the ten. It's true. Whereas I think the one thing that brands could potentially do now is like, okay, let's see what he does at USA's because he's going to run USA's in the five k surely. Yeah, but he could do it in a pro kit if he wanted to. But maybe they're going to hold out and say, hey, maybe like after you run USA's, NAU last time, you know, this is your last NAU run for the NAU singlet at USA's. See what, see what he does there. Maybe that might change. Like we'll give you a sh- like a lot of money, a shit ton of money if you do make the team, um, you run the NAU singlet, we'll sign you straight afterwards. That could potentially be an option there. But honestly, I don't, I don't I know. I think his finish at USA's will determine more what his worth is yeah i agree with that but i think brands would holding out for that is a liability because you want him to be wearing that kit 100 percent that usa is right like he wants to they want him in the kit whereas maybe if they're thinking i'm oh, gonna if you're gonna pay him a lot for this investment it might be better to have him in an nau single one one last time see how he does in that type of setting because it gives you a good precedent of what's going to happen yeah, as a yeah. brand, if you want to put that much money down, I, but I, agree I, think, with that. I don't think it, I don't think the stock. I mean, the stock might have been like is like this. It might have gone like this. I don't think like that. Don't, you think it's still going up? No, I think it goes down yeah. after that performance. It's got to go down. I think no. What's what's probably pretty ruthless possibility? Maybe consistent. Is <laughs> like whatever the deal was, it's going to be the same, but maybe these brands to try and get him because there's probably a lot of fighting for these brands. They, there was probably a brand offering him something for winning that race. Yeah. There's probably an option thing. Like if you win NCAAs, like a, little, a, little, we'll pay a little cream on the cob. Cream on the cob. <laughs> 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 a little yeah. icing. A little icing on the cake. Yeah. Oh, you know what? If he won that last uh, one. Uh, Jordan gave me the best um, analogy today about like running in the spikes, like performance spikes. He's like, man, I'm just telling you, the athlete is the cake. The spike is the icing. I was like, <laughs> I think I've heard so that. So true. I thought, that, I thought that was pretty good. I, that was good. I was like, dude, yeah, I'm a cake. I'm moist. Yeah. I'm super, a super, spikes. super fluffy. Super spikes are actually just icing. Just icing on the cake. What, baby. what type of cake are you, Ollie? And what flavor is the icing? I'm one, those, uh, you, George, I'm one well. of those. I'm one of those ice cream cake, Frodo, Frodo frog ice cream cakes. You know the Frodo frog <laughs> ones with all the different colors. I'm the ice cream cake of that with a little Frodo like, chocolate frogs and stuff. If yeah, you're from America, look it up. yeah, look Google it. Frodo frog ice cream cake. That's what I am. Google it for the American fans. It's pretty. It's a pretty dope cake. Morgan's seen it. It's like very colorful. I'm definitely what cake like, you, George. What cake are you, George? I think I'm definitely like a lemon cake. Lemon cake, probably because it's my favorite, yeah, but also like. You know, like a little, it's like, oh, that's a bit of bite, but it makes you like, you know, sweet. Ah, little, oh, he's sweet inside, oh, guys. Oh, sweet and spicy. What are you, Morgan? 
I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking like a cheesecake just because I really like cheesecakes, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a pavlova with like because uh, I yeah. Because that was invented in Australia. 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 No, it was invented in Perth. Checked out. Check, I checked the Pavlova isn't a very New Zealand sounding word, is it, George? Yeah, Pavlova is an Australian it's word. Russian. It's Australian, <laughs> I think. Fleet white was invented in New Zealand. <laughs> the fleet weight. I was like, no, it's not. Oh, would, would you like a New Zealand fleet white? <laughs> 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 no. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, that was that was at the Elkron. That was at Emma Corbin's Elkron. The guys like, oh, you mean the New Zealand point. New Zealand one? I was like, just give me a fucking coffee, Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Sheep farm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Had to tell him a size lady today. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Had to tell the physio lady today. That I was from New Zealand and that has sheep farm. <laughs> she just laughed at me. So, like, oh, that that makes sense. <laughs> so not many other professions. Some kind of walking stereotype. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we all. That laugh. is the most stereotypical thing. Look at me. <laughs> I'm pretty stereotypical when it comes to things. Um, but we're getting from off track. The um, from the shy. Honestly, yeah, I feel like I feel like we've kind of covered any everything. I don't know. No, I agree with covered, you about. We haven't covered the 1500s yet, but. Like the other heat. Oh yeah, you right, you right. Because I, I do want to mention what you said, and I think Mario, you know, made it through, looked pretty comfortable winning that heat. But and I love Mario. I think he's like fucking amazing, amazing talent, and he's going to be hard to beat for this fifteen hundred. But the interesting thing for me is um, the tactics going into it. I think we've seen tweets and people saying that he's got really good tactics. But watching him race, it's interesting to see because, like, in the final, how those tactics are going to prevail because the mile race that he ran and said it was indoor is not going to be the same. It's going to be very different, I think. I think it's going to be much yeah. more aggressive and there's going to be much more guys pushing it. Like, he, I think, had really good positioning and just was able to hold it. But this race, he could be pushed around. Like, he's got a target on his back. The Abdi Hamid thing, like, he's just, like, so good. But, I, like, you just don't know now with NCAAs. So what do you guys think? This is gonna... this is leading towards a prediction. You may as well have. A That's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing it. My prediction is Mario's no. going to win. Oh, okay. I have my. I think Mario's going to. I don't. I think he's classy enough to be able to pull it off. But I don't know, man. I'm, it's going to be a hard race. I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict the upset just because that's fine. Who who you think would upset Mario? Well, I got to go for textbook George Isaac Baston from the back, dude. That also guy closed a the coffee sh- club. And track club. He is. So my so, money's on on Baston. On Baston. So Baston for the upset. Morgan, what about you? Yeah, I gotta go boring and just say I think Mario is just in such good shape, and I think obviously everyone else is in pretty. There's a lot of other good runners out there, but I think he's just on another level right now. So I think he'll find a way to win. But yeah. it, it'll be very interesting, very exciting. I mean, the 1500 always is. Did you guys see in one of the heats there was the Moroccan guy? Uh, I don't really know how to say his name, but he runs for South yeah, Carolina. He's really SAE. good. I say three thirty four guy. Did you? He DNF'd. He he pulled out yeah. with a hundred to go. What happened? Did he pull something? What? No, he just. I think he just knew he was gonna get beat, and he just stepped off the track. It was Damn. wild. That is crazy. Is that yeah, Gus? He's a wild dude. Yeah, can you hear him whining? He wants to go outside. <laughs> Such a little baby. Um, or yeah. we should give no. a Gus update. So Gus has been able to find my bedroom, and then I left, and now he's sleeping with Avery. 
So he's going to be very, very um, confused and disoriented, but he's actually doing well. He's done some big, big walks, getting his walks in. Um, no, he's doing good. He's doing good. I miss him, but the new house is, is taken to his liking. The backyard's so big. Backyard's massive. Very dog friendly. Very dog very, friendly. Very I can't wait for the gala. Place. The gala part two is going to be great. We're actually going to start a little <laughs> dog park business. You can bring your dog to our house and pay us money to... 30 francs. <laughs> 30 francs like an hour. Yeah. 30, 30, 30 francs, francs an hour. hour. Um, and they can just hang out in the backyard. Mm. So DM us for yeah. your address. Yeah. You just be fine. Oh, yeah, we've got a new address now, so people can't... Dude, what happens if like people are just sending beans to... Uh, the new homeowners that how old address are like, why is there all these beans, these <laughs> coffee beans coming to this address? What the hell is going on? Lucky for the classic. Pretty classic. It'd be, it'd be interesting for how much of our security deposit we get back. You guys want to do a prediction contest on how much of our security <laughs> deposit we get back? So we paid 3,000. How much Ryan Manahan is costing us? 3,500. <laughs> Dude, that, yeah, that was annoying. That was also my bad. I probably should take that out of mine. Um, three, three and a half thousand, I reckon we'll get. I mean, fixing fixing that drywall though it won't doesn't cost that much. Can't cost that much. No, it doesn't cost anything. But they'll they'll so have there's a big hole in our wall for anyone who's wondering because one of our like friends a at a party kicked a hole in the wall. So that's why and there's a hole in the wall. And he said he'd fix it for months and he never came over. And then I was like, hey, bro, it's like last minute now. And he's like, oh shit, bro, I'm in New York. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I think we we'll get twenty five hundred back. I think we get three hundred. I think, we'll think twenty five hundred. We got carpet cleaners. We got regular cleaners. Like we did, like pretty good. I think Meredith's gonna be super generous and just give us the whole thing back. Dude, we left the basketball hoop out the front. Though that was I like that optimism. Didn't Carlos leave the basketball hoop out the front? He did. So (laughs) he said he was gonna deal with it. He never deal with it. It's for it's for it's for a kid. I don't know. Hopefully, they just give it to someone down the road. Yeah, they should. They honestly should. They honestly should. But right. yeah, I mean, that's kind of, uh, I feel like everything for this week, a slightly shorter episode, but, uh, we'll, you know, I guess, yeah. So this one will come out before Oslo. So, uh, we'll probably talk about it more next week because we'll film this, the next episode before Oslo. but yeah, this will be the last one before mm-hmm. that race for Ollie. So please wish him good luck. Um, the boys keep posting pictures of St. Moritz. <laughs> squeezing mix squeezy mix squeezy over here is gonna go and keep house done so uh yes yeah. anything else boys no, no i think we'll be good to beard versus Brits will probably kill us otherwise. yeah joe's probably gonna come <laughs> out and punch us if we don't keep it down so there's no way yeah. you can hear us in the altitude tent right <laughs> oh he dude he, he's got his face mask on his earplugs the altitude tent man is locked in man is locked in <laughs> dialed in baby well thanks boys it's nice to talk to you again uh, after so long apart but uh thanks for listening everyone i'll uh, see you guys next week